The Talking Points podcast is produced in partnership with Fee Michael Gibson and clinicaltrialresults.org. Hi, Mike Gibson and Dr. Hu and Dr. Xi coming to us live from TCT 2021. And we are talking about a randomized trial of OCT versus no OCT in STEMI patients with the patent artery. So tell us a little bit about why you did what you did and what you found. Okay, please, Dr. Xia. Yeah, thank you, uh, Dr. Gibson. So uh, why we perform this study is, uh, so currently we know uh, angiography is still the most commonly used uh, imaging tool to guide the intervention for patients with STEMI. And also stem implantation is routinely recommended by the CAM guideline. Uh, however, we know recent several studies show that medical therapy without STEMI might be an option for treating the patient caused by plaque erosion without uh, obstructive lesion and also spontaneous coronary artery dissection spasm or uh, those lesions which is uh, sometimes difficult to assess by uh, angiography. And high resolution OCT allow us to accurately assess a different underlying mechanism for STEMI, which potentially uh, I think will change the uh, perfusion strategy of the patient. That's why the hypothesis of this study is that uh, OCT guidance uh, would provide additional useful information beyond that uh, obtained by angiography. Uh, I think that will lead to a shift of uh, treatment uh, uh, strategy. What would be the main things that you would identify in OCT that would change strategy? Would it be SCAD and dissection, uh, calcification? What are the main anatomic features that would change your management decisions? Yeah, very nice question. I think the main uh, uh, anatomic uh, composition could be plug erosion and also scat. Although scat is very rare and about 6%. So, so if it's scat, you might not put a stent in. If it's plaque erosion, would you still stent or would you watch or would you do a balloon angioplasty? Okay, I will answer this question. I think that this is a very good question because as uh, well known that uh, from the pathologic examination, uh, the reason for acute coronary syndrome is including plaque rupture, plaque erosion, and calcification, and uh, scared all spasm and other reasons. But uh, from the angio and most of the patient we we, we didn't know, don't know the reason of the uh, ACIs. And so uh, because OCT is uh, higher uh, resolution and so we can enable to observe the reason for STEMI patient and we can 
uh, just tell us about the reason for uh, STEMI and so uh, for plaque rupture, plaque erosion, and uh, scared all the patient, the basic of the uh, just uh, corporate lesion is stable or not. And so uh, we can based on OST examination to determine uh, to stand or not. This is the idea for this study. Sure, but I'm just curious, <clears throat> would you stent, usually a female, with uh, plaque erosion instead of plaque rupture? Uh, yes, because uh, in our center, uh, Professor Yu has directed the erosion one study. And for erosion one study, we use OST to detect the cup relation for STEMI patient. If the patient is from OST examination is plaque erosion and the stenosis is less than 70%, uh, we use the anti-thrombotic treatment for the patient without stent implant, uh, implantation. And we followed up the patients for four years, more than four years for the long-term follow-up and patient is effective and with a great safety. And so from based on erosion one study and the idea for erosion three, it just uh, randomizely for uh, OST guided uh, a STEMI treatment and angio guided. And so we want to know the difference of the standard ratio uh, for different group of the patients and the clinical safety and the effective result for such kind of patient. Great, but if you saw someone with a dissection, it was clear there was a dissection, you probably wouldn't want to uh, wire it and do the OCT, is that true? <clears throat> so you excluded yes. clear dissections. Yes, okay. uh, just uh, from OCT, and uh, we, we know that plaque uh, uh, structure uh, come with a great dissection or without a great dissection. Is plaque rupture without a great dissection and without hematoma uh, and uh, with a big minimal lumen area and uh, such kind of plaque rupture is uh, stable uh, for such, such kind of patient. And so uh, we just in uh, OCT guided group and uh, uh, if we use OCT to observe such kind of plaque rupture, we didn't give uh, standard implantation for such kind of patient. But if the patient with a great dissection and the minimal lumen area is limited, and so Timmy great flow is not so good, we will give stent implantation. And so from for OCT guided group, and we uh, use such criteria, uh, to uh, give stand or not, but for Angel, it just from the experience of the operators. Great. So, how many patients did you randomize? Uh, totally okay. two hundred forty-six patients randomized uh, Angel guidance and OCT guidance, and uh, for protocol, some patient in either OCT guidance or Angel guidance. Uh, uh, totally nine pa four patients in uh, OCD guidance, the image quality is poor to difficult analysis and five patients in angel guidance had yeah, protocol deviation. Totally 112 in 
OCT group and 114 angel guiding uh, guided group were included for uh, per protocol analysis. And what was your primary endpoint? <clears throat> the primary endpoint, so uh, we, uh, based on our hypothesis, uh, is the stand implantation rate at the patient level during primary PCI. Okay, and what did you find? So as we expected in uh, the primary endpoint, effective endpoint, the standard rate uh, at patient level in OCT guided group in the 43.8%. That means uh, over uh, half of patients in OCT guided group were treated medically only after uh, the perfusion and uh, restore integrate team flow three. And in angel guided group, standing implantation rate is almost 60%. And we 40% were treated medically. And that was, I'm sure, highly statistically significant. Right. The, yeah, P value is uh, 0.024. And how about <laughs> clinical outcomes? Uh, any, I know it's too small, but uh, any interesting findings? Death, MI, thrombosis? Right, I think the, this uh, study as we uh, designed at the beginning is underpower for detecting any, I think, clinical outcome, including standard uh, thrombosis and uh, death and uh, recardiomyopathy function. But still, we uh, uh, set up set as a, a secondary endpoint, a safety endpoint. So. Uh, Based on the limited data, although it's under power, but we still can uh, take a look at the, the maze, including cardiac deaths, we can't require MI and tachydema revascularization and the hospital angina induced revascularization is uh, similar between two groups uh, within one month. And also at, uh, at one year, including the uh, stroke and heart failure event. It's a uh, overall cardio cerebral vascular event is 11.6% uh, in OCD guided group and 96 uh, in angel guided group at one year. But underpowered uh, to really know. Right. But this is a very, very important topic given that we know that a lot of patients have MINOCA, MI with no obstructive coronary artery disease or minimal disease. Uh, I applaud you on an excellent study, very, very high quality. Thank you. And I look forward to seeing perhaps a bigger study with clinical endpoints. Is that in the planning? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you really uh, have a study and is multi-center and around of China and a bigger po uh, population and to make sure about a primary endpoint, the result of this study. Great. Well, congratulations. Uh, and I look forward to seeing your presentation on that sometime in the future. Okay. Thank you. Yes.
Thanks for joining us from Beijing, and thanks to all of you for joining us here live from TCT 2021.